Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fitness Behind the Filter and another episode with my best friend B. Hi. <laughs> so we asked on Instagram for some juicy, funny, conversational questions because we both realised that during this time, I mean, I know right now you'll be listening to this on the last Friday in lockdown, but there's just so much negativity in the world with Corona and all of that that we just wanted to put a smile on people's faces, right? Yeah, so we just thought we'd have a little bit of a conversational, chatty, juicy Q&A. So, Beatrice, how are you? I am good. I am currently staring at some uh, giant pistachio and white chocolate cookies. Oh, how do people find them? them? Well, (laughs) apparently they've been a success, but I'm actually just drinking the peppermint tea. So, I've Mm. not had any today. Since we last spoke, you have competed. Yes. And now you have come out the other side. How are you finding Mm -hmm. life post-show? Fine. And I think it's been a bit weird because I had to isolate after Poland. And then we went and I got COVID. Lol. Lol. Of course I did. (laughs) Um, FYI, I definitely got COVID at work, not in Poland. Um, but I was probably very infectious when I was walking around, so apologies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've gone from obviously like having time off work and being away, coming back, isolating, and then coming out of isolation into a lockdown. Mm. So I've gone from being in a very sort of regimented routine to all of a sudden nothing, no dieting, no gym, no work, no cardio nothing and it just feels a bit weird mm. i have good days and bad days i don't have I, i'm not bothered about post-show like not looking lean at that i am see I, I have done this enough times that i'm not really i'm not overly sensitive mm. as to how i look or i don't really have like any sort of concerns in terms of food and that but i do struggle with like the routine side of it and i think more so this time because it's all out of whack yeah there's like such a lack of routine yeah as opposed to just losing the element of prep Mm -hmm. but you know hey ho hey ho okay so should we just crack straight in there go on hit me with them (laughs) okay so i didn't have any questions because obviously i'm not as popular as you so (laughs) my questions are your questions honeybee um should we answer a funny one or ones about our friendship first? What are you vibing with? Oh. Maybe one about our friendship because some people may not necessarily know. Okay. Right. So then, okay, so the moment your friendship became a friendship and not an acquaintance. <sighs> Who wants to go first? You, well, I think well, it's just if I could both go in, so you go for it. So... <laughs> Probably when we were talking about poo. During <laughs> <laughs> I'd say our friendship went from zero to a hundred. Yeah. We kind of went I, from not speaking to speaking every single day. Yeah. I think as well, because in prep, emotions are heightened. Mm. You kind of like cling on to stuff more, if that makes sense. So yeah. when you've got like, when you're in a bad headspace or you're struggling with something like, the stairmaster mm. or not being able to go to the toilet and then 
you find something or someone that comes along and is a bit of like a ray of sunshine in the midst of all of that, mm. then you kind of like, it just accelerates the process of going from like replying to each other's stories on Instagram to being friends, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. Why did we, why did I get your number though? When, when did the texting come? Because I remember we used to voice note on our walks, right? But we only yeah. spoke like the two weeks out from finals. I think because we were texting on Instagram. And I think it was just a bit like, can we just text like normal? Was, did, Abby put us in a, did Abby put us in a group about the bake? Oh, yeah. It could Wasn't she going to bake for us? Yeah. <laughs> and then it might have just gone from that. Yeah, I think so. Because she yeah, yeah. is, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. But I remember being like a week out and you were going through some life stuff and me just being like, nah, mm-hmm. don't stand for that, queen. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd say at that point, that was probably yeah. when we became friendship because you yeah. opened up to me. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I was going through a lot of stuff back then. And I think. I felt like I could talk to you about it without any judgment. And I think that's always been sort of the basis of our friendship. Mm. Like, no matter how we're feeling or what is going through our mind, we know that we can talk to each other about it openly and we won't be judged. Mm. I mean, you may agree or disagree with it, but I always feel like I can talk to you about it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So... So yeah, obviously I completely agree. And I think that's one thing that, which was another question that sets our friendship apart is that I feel like I can talk to you and there are like some other people, don't worry, like if you're one of my friends and I'm just saying this, (laughs) but there are other people that I can talk to, but there's very few people that I can talk to about my problems because I feel like we are both fixers and we are both the people that other people come to with their problems. And as a result, I feel like, I especially, I can't speak for you, obviously, but feel like I can't always talk to some of my friends about my problems because I'm the one that does the listening. Yeah, I agree. So I think that's... And I feel, I feel like as a, very, we're very much the same in that respect. Like, you'd always put someone else first in their feelings and how can you help them and how can you fix them? And then you might be going, I'm actually really struggling today. Mm. But you don't actually say it. And like... Sometimes I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. And I was like, no. Are you, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. Or like, I'll call you being like, hello, are you okay? You're like, yeah, why? I was like, are you actually there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I swear we sometimes have this like telepathic psychological link. Yeah. We just know when something's not okay yeah and you're like are you sure you're okay and I'm like yeah yeah I'm fine and it's like actually mm. I'm on like meltdown number two but yeah. I've done it in the toilet so nobody's seen so it doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> that um, is so true yeah. that is so true um okay so let's go for most embarrassing moment to date bam now Megan uh, uh, right, right. Most embarrassing moment with a sock, which I have a story to tell. <laughs> but the main question was most embarrassing moment. So, what was yours? Um, 
I mean, I don't know if it's the most embarrassing one, but it was quite embarrassing. So basically at work, um, we had a conference and where I work, so for anybody that doesn't know, I'm an event manager. And uh, where I work, the, the conference room can actually be split into three. Mm-hmm. And I had a conference in one of the rooms and me, the maintenance guy and the food and beverage manager, we were in, a, we were in another room and we were trying to test the microphone. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> so we were in the room and I was like tapping the microphone and nothing was happening. Like nothing was coming through the um, speakers. And then I said, hi, this is B. I'm the events manager. And David, who's been a beverage manager, is a douche or something like that. So next thing, the conference next door storms out because all the speakers had been disabled except in that room. And, oh, my God, they were, like, we need to speak to the manager. This is so, like, unprofessional. And I was just like, oh, my God. So then, obviously, I had to, like, must be courage to go in and say, I'm really sorry. We were just having a joke. Because, obviously, as a manager, they thought, oh, she's speaking like that to another member of staff. So, obviously, it's wrong. Mm. And I was like, we were obviously all in the same room. We were just having a laugh, testing the microphone. I understand it's, you know, unprofessional. I'm really sorry. And work did not find it funny, did they? No. I had to get them, like, free coffees. I was like, oh, my God, please. And it's not. (laughs) So, yeah, that was uh, probably one of my most embarrassing moments. Now, Megan, I don't know whether you're listening to this, but I feel like I just have to address the sock situation. (sighs) Right, go on. (laughs) So... (laughs) It was when Megan had like just passed her driving test and Megan's the year above me. So it was all very exciting that she was able to drive. Yeah. We went up to Box Hill and we had a pizza from this place in Dorking called Crostini's. And I mean, if the name doesn't just cringe you out, I don't know. Just... <laughs> anyway, it didn't sit well with my stomach. <laughs> we were on the top or on the side of this hill. No, I don't. And I just needed the there. toilet. <laughs> no. So she was like, you're going to have to just go in the bush. <laughs> and then I was like, I've got nothing to wipe with. So she took off her sock. <laughs> and she let me use it. And then for the next like five years, every Christmas, I just get a white sock wrapped up. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. No. Time to be alive. That is funny. I think yours is worse than mine. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I agree. That is funny. I know. <laughs> Act of revenge you have carried out or you wish you had. Mm, to be honest, I've not actually carried out any acts of revenge. I was just thinking that. I don't want to sound boring, but we are good eggs. We are good eggs. We just let it consume us and yeah. cause even further psychological problems but that's okay <laughs> because we avoid from our, our problems yeah we just bury our head in the sand oh my um, God. i had pt the other week and um in the park don't worry guys socially distanced obviously um and he was like you're not okay today are you because i was wearing a cap and obviously i never wear a cap and i was like i'm gonna be honest and say no and he was like <laughs> Okay, so are we going to talk about the problems or avoid them? And I was like, what do you think? He was like, avoid them. I was like, correct. <laughs> Gold star for you. <laughs> well done, boo. 
so yeah we just let things build up they cause psychological damage and then we just sit in the car and cry and just said oh i just really need to cry for the last 10 days Mm -hmm. and then we go oh i just wish you lived next door (laughs) (laughs) wish we could be sat on the sofa with our dressing gowns on i know how many times we had that conversation i know but yeah i don't i've never like carried out an act of revenge i wish i had had. yeah um i feel like i go into when when there's situations that i feel like would would warrant revenge and i feel like that was when someone's like wronged you like maybe they've cheated on you or something like that i feel like that's a revenge thing yeah i'm just i'm like okay no no it's fine (laughs) honestly (laughs) i mean i remember yeah Um, like my first boyfriend that i just like adored when he cheated on me i was like okay he was like why don't you just hit me and scream at me i was like no it's okay obviously i didn't go back with him but i was just like no it's fine honestly and then I just got, like left the room and was like, ah! I think I think more than revenge. I wish I'd spoken up about it. Yeah, like I wish I'd ad- I'd addressed it. Like because I've been cheated on. Like I wish at the time I'd addressed it with that girl or whatever. Mm. But you know, I'm always of the opinion that if you're the person doesn't know. Mm, you know, the one in the wrong is a person in the relationship not yeah of course obviously the other person is an enabler isn't it but or isn't she but mm. um yeah you, the first I time i just realized the first time i ever got cheated on i ended up consoling the girl for the next few weeks and no, i just remembered didn't. that i bought her a present that was like <laughs> that just sums you up as a person though it doesn't like it <laughs> she was like oh I'm just so sorry and I remember she was like a couple of years younger than us and she was doing her like A-levels at the time or whatever and I gave her like a present that was like this is your time to shine or something like that like a little candle oh my god no you didn't (laughs) she just made me feel really bad so I was like okay it's not your fault but okay yeah so I I guess I wish I'd, I'd not been like that sort of a person but when I say that I think Maybe that taught them something. Like, mm. kills them I wish everybody could see our faces right now. Mm. to the side. Mm. We both of you were saying, and I could. <laughs> and the other day, what was it? I think you just said hmm, and I said, I could just picture mm. what you're doing with your head to the side. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you can, sometimes you can kill people with kindness. Yeah, I mean, I am more that kind of person i just rather be just be nice about it mm. i don't like confrontation no at all so i'm just like i just step away i'm just like okay you say what you need to say fine bye yeah, you do you mm. but yeah um let me look at the next question best decision you ever made Ooh. get my moves done Mm, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Well, I've had jaw surgery and I had boob surgery. And those are probably my two best decisions. It's hard, like, because I could always say, actually, going to university was my be- the best decision I ever, I ever made. Because it moved you to England. 
yeah. And obviously then, you know, but then I have to say, oh, moving to Manchester was the best decision I've ever made. Mm. I can't pinpoint one, mm. but I do love my boobies. So because that's the most recent one, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I don't what know what my you? best decision's been. Getting Theo. Obs. Oh, obs. Yeah, getting the How puppy. Could you? I know. It's because the pudding's at school today. Oh, so it's not Friday. Like, I know, but we've got exciting things to do on Friday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be revealed, but it's not my secret to tell. So, so yeah, my mum's keeping it a secret from everyone. Oh, that's exciting! I know it's exciting that you know and nobody else knows, isn't it? I feel so empowered. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, yeah, definitely getting Theo, actually. I'm so yeah. sorry, Theodora, that it took me so long to realise that. Um, and worst decision you ever made was in the same bubble. Forgive someone that didn't deserve to be forgiven. Yes, Queen. Mm. Yeah. Giving someone And then keep wanted. trying and trying and trying and trying. Yeah. My worst decision is in the same breath, but trying to fix someone who didn't need to be fixed or wanted yeah. to be fixed, not need. And therefore, yeah. just pouring my efforts in. Mm, don't you know it? Don't you know it? Okay, oh. so this one was a little bit of an agony arm one. Right. Have you ever disliked a partner of your friends? And how do you go about that? Oh, yes, I have. Of mine, you have. Oh, of yours? Mm. Well, slightly. <laughs> but. You never knew him. No. But from. So it's hard to dislike someone when you don't know him, but obviously you can dislike someone based on their actions. But you didn't like him from the start. When I came up to see, to stay with you that time, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. You were like, I don't like him. Yeah. But I think I'm honest with you. Mm. I'm nice, but honest. Mm. So, like, I'll, I'll give you advice, or I would have given you, given you advice on it, but then also been like, but also, I do not agree with this. Mm. But since that's not going to change, I might as well give you some invaluable advice instead of saying, nah. Yeah. Hmm. Are we talking about yeah. the same person? Oh. Well, I don't think we were. Hmm? Well, yeah. Of the I, I, yeah, I didn't like him at all. That's what I mean. But, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, but still. Mm. You know. When you got back with him, I was like, do not agree with this, but whatever makes you happy. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I will have to say that I've never disliked a partner of yours that I've known. Mm. I've disliked what they've done. To me. To you. Yeah. But as an individual... I've, I've been good friends with, one, with your exes. Not at yeah. now, but like when they were your partner. 
at the time yeah at the time so i guess that's a bit different i have a question for you yeah i'm gonna finish on this topic and then i'll um no i'm just saying so i think that was very hard for me to be both of your friends yeah because who he was individually and who he was with you yeah was different yeah but what what the advice that i would give would give to her would be just be honest i think like don't say oh he's an idiot i hate him so much get rid of him yeah but just say mm, bit of a weird vibe yeah or just say like i have concerns or i don't particularly like this because of whatever yeah be specific but- don't just go i just don't like him yeah yeah because you know a lot of the time i feel like you don't like your partner's friends because no your friend's partners because you are so protective of your friend and you think that they deserve the absolute world yeah and no one is good enough for them ever except you except me obviously (laughs) 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 yeah no except you so yeah what was your question for me i'm intrigued if you had the opportunity mm. what would you tell to one of your friends not necessarily me like a friend's ex-partner or ex-boyfriend mm. what would you would have said to them like whatever what that i didn't say yeah what what do you wish you'd have been able to say um you should have valued them off <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I what what say now? Yeah, or like like in general, like if me towards one of your exes, what would I say? Okay, okay, okay. Now, like in hindsight, I'd say there's a couple of things I'd say. I'd say when she says that she's gonna you're gonna lose her she means it yeah because I I feel like a lot of people and I've been in this situation myself have been in a situation where when I say it's over I mean it's over yeah and I said when I said it to my ex he was like oh like he didn't believe it yeah he he just thought I was one of those girls that was like it's over and I was like no and then two days later it's yeah yeah so I'd say like be careful because you're actually gonna lose her and yeah, you should have appreciated her more because you don't know what I think, you've got till it's gone. Yeah, I think I'm asking because I think it's some people are acquaintances with their friends' boyfriends. Mm. And I feel like sometimes, I mean, sometimes maybe nothing would change, but sometimes you need like an outsider to say, this isn't right. Or do you know what I mean? Like, And I feel like maybe people need to be a bit more like forward about it yeah at the right time at the right time <laughs> not the second that they break up with them yeah oh yeah about that <laughs> i should have said <laughs> yeah yeah mm. at the right time yeah i think that was up there with one of the worst decisions i've ever made yeah the second that being one of her exes broke up i was like this was a really good idea this was the best thing that could have happened and she was like 
not right now. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> I was like, I rang her and I went for a walk. I was like, so this has just happened. You may not feel like this right now, <laughs> but I can assure you this is the best thing that could have happened to you. And I just sat there on the pavement like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah, yes, not my you're finest right, moment. you're right. Not my finest moment. No. Okay. But you were right, so. Thanks. That Has there ever been a time when you realised you were wearing the wrong type of underwear? Mm. Do we think it's, like, sexual? Yeah. Like, no, not really, because I'm one of them annoying people that have got really nice underwear, so. So, no. I would say <laughs> mine's not sexual, but I, I have worn the, f- the wrong underwear with like leggings. But well, I have. I don't tend to wear underwear unless at all. Not in leggings. Oh, I've seen quite a few people that do this. And I'm just yeah, like, I, I just I always go commando. But then that bites you in the bum when you go for a massage or a physio appointment, and they're like. Right, can you take your leggings off? And you're like, I have got no underwear on. Mm. Mm. What happens then? So, Put a towel on. Some of the, yeah, so there's sometimes where they just have a towel. But obviously, if you go for a posh massage, like a normal massage, obviously they tuck the towel into your knickers. Yeah. But when it's a sports masseuse and they're doing your glutes, it's a little bit awkward. Well, to be honest, like a thong doesn't really cover a lot, so from the back, it's not really major. Not from is the it? back, but it's just the underneath and front, isn't it? Yeah, it's the little bit that tucks under. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't oh. my finest moment. Oh, no. In terms That's of wearing a... the wrong type of underwear, otherwise, I don't think so. To be like, honest, I've never like had a one night stand. So it's not, I've never like gone out partying or whatever and then mm. gone, oh shit, I've got granny pants on when I've got yeah, home. I remember one. So, like, if I've my ex boyfriend, sorry, go. Or whatever, then I've known that there's a potential that could happen. Mm. So you make the effort to wear something like decent. Nice. Yeah. I feel like I've become more like that. Yeah. Late. But before, I, I never really cared. But I remember once I wore this, like, a thong. I was with my boyfriend. And we had been together for, like, five or six months. So it wasn't, like, a big deal. But he was like, why are you wearing kids' underwear? <laughs> <laughs> it was a thong, but it was just, like, I think it had pictures of, like, birds or something on it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, hon, we need to do some washing. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't, like, an issue because it wasn't that important. But... yeah. Yeah, no, I completely but, I agree. Mean, the thing is, like, I do have, like, time of the month underwear mm. and normal underwear. Yeah. What what happens in my drawer is, like, I'll buy underwear and then I'll, like, have a clear out. Mm. And then the stuff that was top tier gets, like, brought back down to, like, the period knickers. Tier. You know? <laughs> and, then, and then it's, like, they go in the bin. So, like, that, there's a process. Yeah. So there's, like... Two tears in my drawer. <laughs> Underwear tears. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, Moments you felt powerful. I've got a good one for this. Okay. So, 
when I had my surgery yeah for my boobs um my boyfriend at the time broke up with me like 10 days after surgery so bearing in mind (laughs) dreams bearing in mind he wasn't keen on me getting the surgery however I was just like well I'm not doing it for you me so (laughs) if it's gonna break us up it's gonna break us up I think the relationship was at that point anyway where I said that and I was like I actually mean it Mm. because I'm doing it for me and if as my boyfriend you can't support that then bye 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 so obviously we broke up or he broke up with me and now thought well this is actually a good idea Mm. um like four weeks after surgery there was a party at work there was like a summer ball and I'd been shopping and I had this dress from Pretty Little Thing that was like pink like dress and it was the first time yeah it was the first time I was getting dressed up after surgery to go out yeah and I was upstairs and at the time we'd split up but he was still living in the house yeah never mind so he was still living in the house and I was upstairs and I was getting ready and everything and I'd done all my hair and all my makeup and I walked down the stairs and he was standing in the kitchen and he just looked at me and I thought yeah, goodbye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, loser. Bye. And I, just thought, and I just left. So, yeah. I think that was, like, so good for me and, like, for my self-esteem. Like, I had been put down a lot. Mm. You know, I wasn't really, like, not allowed to wear certain things, but I was made to feel very, like, self-conscious about certain things. Just, like, how he'd find what I was wearing and stuff. So I found myself doing less and less of what I enjoyed. Mm. Um, and it was a big middle finger up walking out those stairs and him seeing me like that. And thinking so, you look incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was like, yes, fire flames. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. Oh, I know. But it's not for the... Not for the uh, podcast. Is it to do with the coffee machine? No. Oh, well, just say it. I can always edit it out. When you had that new underwear on that you bought. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 So this can go on the podcast. I don't care. Okay. Um. You go. You go. Okay. So. I would never really bought nice underwear before. Like, I had bought nice underwear, but I hadn't bought lingerie. Not like that. Yeah. Not lingerie, just nice underwear. Yeah. And then I was feeling really shit about myself, weight gain, all of that sort of stuff. I bought, like, an amazing pair of underwear. Mm-hmm. And I felt incredible. Yeah. And I sent you a picture. Yeah. And I was like, look at me go. I even showed my mum and I was like, this is, this is me. This is me. Mm. And then <laughs> I'm just going to go for it. Go um, for it. The guy that I was seeing at the time was like, I'm going to be back late. Uh, he was like, I've left the key under the mat. So I was like, so I went upstairs and I was lying on his bed in the new underwear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When 
he came back home and I just felt like an absolute queen. So you should. You forgot about that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. So yeah, I felt very powerful then. I just felt really good in myself. Yeah. Like I felt very sexy, even though I wasn't lean. Yeah. Which was a big thing for me. Definitely. Definitely. And it's good when someone else makes you feel sexy as well. Like Mm. that just takes it to the next level. Like if you're already feeling good and empowered and like, or powerful, should I say, mm. in a situation, i.e. in nice Sundays or whatever, and then the other person makes you feel even more so that you're having that effect on them, that is even, like, even more so. Mm. Yeah. Has there ever been a decision your friend has made that you've not agreed with? Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. that? There's so many. (laughs) I can't even like, oh, how much time have we got? (laughs) Podcast number two. Yes, there has been a few. Yeah, there has been a few. But there's a difference because we've, a lot of the decisions that I think that I disagree with, I didn't disagree with from you i disagree with do you know what i mean no maybe like disagree with the situation in principle but then i've been like you go girl at the same time there have also been obviously disagree like things we've disagreed about um but, but because, I don't know, when you're biased, when you're, it's your best friend, aren't you? Because you're just like, yeah. yes. Go, <laughs> and if someone else said you were like, no, no. Yeah, um, exactly. I think, yeah, I have, yeah, I mean, I have disagreed with, with things. But it's, it's hard because sometimes you're like, I disagree. But it's going to bring you happiness doing it in that moment in time. So, Although it then means picking up the pieces, <laughs> it's like, well, you know, instant gratification and all that. Mm. You do what you need to do. I think the, posit- the, the positive thing about it is that we will say, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, we, we I- always say that before it happens. Yeah. Or you'll say, yeah, do that. It's probably, yeah, we'll say, but we'll say, you probably shouldn't, but I'd go for You're going to do it anyway, so. So I might as well support you. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's been decisions that we've both made that we don't agree with at all. Mm. Um, You know, like remaining friends with certain people or having people in your life or, you know, when, if you're, or staying in a relationship or whatever when you've gone or you're very unhappy mm. or this person isn't bringing any happiness into your life you're obviously going to say I'm not agreeing with that yeah at all um but yeah mm. Mm. okay last couple now okay which character in a movie or book most resembles you or who you are oh I don't even know the one that I always get 
ref- like compared to with Hermione Granger. I was gonna say that. Oh yeah, you flicked that hair queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd say that actually we both quite like Hermione Granger. Yeah. Because they both are very studious. Say, yeah, I was gonna say like because I feel like in the films and everything like there's there's a really like transition between her being like a a young person mm. you know very you know academic and da, 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 all of that uh, like goody two shoes kind of thing and then like transitioning to a woman that's like very protective and quite like powerful mm. and like very like attractive as well as a result of it mm. yeah so yeah I agree, and I think that she's equally as adventurous and sensible. Yes. And, yeah. Mm. That's it. And yeah. I think we are very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree. Which I think is actually quite uncommon in Friends. Yeah, because a lot of the time when you're similar with someone, you clash with someone a lot. Yeah. Whereas I don't think we've ever, like, properly clashed no, I think we've had like disagreements. Or... Yeah, of course. When you're like, "Oh God, you're annoying me," yeah. not because you're you're annoying me, but in terms of like a a disagreement, like bang your head against the wall type, yeah, thing. But we've never had like a full blown argument. No, that's not really our vibe. No, not at all. Um. Okay. So, what do you? What's the thing that you most like about each other? Or why do you like each other? I would... Mm, I would say your kindness is what I like the most about you. Aww. Yeah. Elaborate. Oh, <laughs> rub my ego. Yeah, come on. <laughs> just because, like, you always put everybody else first. Mm. and like you just like have a kind heart like you do a lot of things that you don't have to do and the beauty of it is that you do them because you want to not because you feel like you have to mm. you know there's no ulterior motive for it you're not you're not going to go oh I'm going to do this because I'm expecting the other person to do the same back if I were to struggle or whatever you just do it out of your the kindness of your own heart mm. yeah so yeah I think the thing that I like best about you is very similar, actually. It's your maternal side. There we go. <laughs> but not to, not in a mothering way, but in a caring way. Yeah. In like a, you do everything for everyone else. Again, very similar to the kindness thing. I was just trying to reword it in another way. Yeah. But like when I was in prep, you'd rub my feet all the time whenever I saw you. And you'd always, like when you came to my show, you were always like packing my bag and things like that. Like you, and you just calm people down. You have a very calming effect, which I love about you. And it, I like that. It's, and it's very special. Like, it's very... I've never met anyone else that has that effect on people. Mm. Oh. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. So, moving on. 
There's definitely moving on before the tears come. Um, one quality a friend must have. Last thing, go. To listen. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think you can't have a friendship with someone who just talks and talks and talks and talks. Yeah. There needs to be a balance just, of that. I feel like we are quite lucky in the sense that we've connected all the time mm. as people. But I do feel like it can be very one-sided. Like the whole voice noting thing can be very one-sided because you're talking at someone for seven minutes or whatever. Mm. And then the other person talks back. And I think it's quite easy to get trapped into that. Oh, I've done this, I've done that. Da, 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 da. Anyway, nothing else to say. There you go. And it's like, you've not actually asked how I'm doing once. Mm. You know, you've not. And we've all done it, but I do, I do think like some people are more prone to do it than others. And I think yeah. listening is such a big thing because if you feel like you're not being listened to, you're not going to make the effort. So then it's just going to like, have a knock-on effect mm, i agree i think being listened to is part of feeling valued and appreciated yeah and i think if you don't feel valued and appreciated whether it's in a friendship a relationship at work anything then it, it's gonna not gonna on last no it, you just become disengaged mm. and emotionally unattached yeah you just go yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i think the ability to be honest as well like a yeah. lot of, because like being able to take criticism in a constructive way yeah as opposed to it being an attack oh yeah 100% i think that's a very key thing about like friendships is that sometimes when you speak to people they can take constructive criticism if they're self-conscious about it yeah. as a negative yeah i think i mean obviously like it, this is a bit more specific but you know, like I've sent you pictures for my check-ins and that, and I said, oh, I don't think I'm going to be ready, or I don't look good, and you've gone, yeah, you're right. Mm. You know, and it would be so much easier to go, no, you look good, yes, queen, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But what's good is that going to do to me? No. Yeah. So and obviously, I mean, obviously as a, your friend, it's horrible to say. Yeah. Because at that point, I was the first one that had said it, wasn't I? Yeah. And so it was horrible to say, but as you said, it's about being open and honest. Yeah. And having I mean, the ability to be like that. But, yeah, obviously. But that comes from you. Late. Yeah. But that comes from you having the qualities of listening and understanding. Yeah. Instead of just being like, F you. Yeah. You're not telling me what I want to hear. Like a friend, yeah, should big you up and make you feel like the queen that you are. But also be able to be open and honest. Yeah. So amen. Yes. On that note. On that note, that was lovely. Mm-hmm. That was Dubai. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope that you're me. welcome. Um quickly plug yourself just in case someone didn't listen to the other one. What's that? Quickly plug yourself. Um B Mitchell twenty two. I've also started a baking business. Oh that's what I tried to say at the beginning when I was like, and where can they find them? Oh, little foggy bakes. So I am got everything sorted now to be like a sole trader and insurance and everything. So it's sorted, which is exciting. So um, just I didn't think it was going to pick up as much as it has, but I've had like four orders this week and four for next week. So, you know, it's not just the, the one-off. 
bake that's so them. good so it's just it warrants doing it properly yeah so, so yeah that's exciting cool um as always if you like this episode please like comment share review all of that fun stuff and i will see you next week bye bye, bye.